What's up, everyone? Welcome to the FAA podcast. Had a pretty good um, divisional weekend, so we are on to the final four. The Ravens, Chiefs, 49ers, and Lions won three matchups. And also... um, Northwest matchups as well as uh, both the AFC and NFC championships feature teams from uh, North, the North, the AFC North, the AFC and NFC North and West divisions. Chiefs from the AFC West, Ravens in the AFC North, 49ers, the NFC West, Lions in the NFC North. So let's get to the games here. Um, Ravens, 34-10 blowout over the Texans in Baltimore. Uh, 10-10 at halftime, should have been 13-10. Texans, kind of wonder how different it would have been with the Texans having a lead at halftime. Not sure it would have mattered really. Texans offense struggled mightily. Throughout the day, they could not run the ball at all. Um, And C.J. Stroud in the passing game was held in check um, quite nicely by the Ravens' defense. C.J. Stroud there, 19 of 33, 57.6%, 175. Lamar Jackson, 16 of 22, 72.7%, 152 yards, two touchdowns, 11 carries, 100 yards, and two scores on the ground. Four touchdown day for Jackson. 100-yard performance, I believe he has the most 100-yard rushing playoff games um, in league history now. Not totally sure, but I think so. Justice Hill was your leading back outside of uh, Jackson. 13 carries, 66 yards, two catches for 11 yards. Um, Texans wide receiver Nico Collins led the game in receiving, 5 for 68 on 10 targets. And uh, defensively, I'm going to go with Texans corner Desmond King II. Five tackles, all of them solos. One sack, two tackles for loss, and QB hit. Um, And then, of course, Steven Sims, wide receiver for the Texans, the only guy to score a touchdown for Houston on the day. 67-yard punt return for a touchdown. Ravens, minus 9.5, covered easily over 43.5 by the hook. The other game on Saturday, the 49ers squeaking by the Packers, 24-21. This one was tough. The the Packers had a 21-14 lead going into the fourth quarter. Kyle Shanahan was 0-30, went down by five or more. um, Heading into the fourth quarter, so... Yeah, it's tough. One one and thirty now. The Packers get the one. Lafleur now zero for three in the playoffs against Kyle Shanahan, and uh, the Pack lose once again to San Francisco. But bright future for the Packers. They looked excellent. We're never supposed to be this far into the playoffs this year with all the youth on their team, so it sets up well for them next year and the years going forward. Brock Purdy. 
23 of 39, 59%, 252, one touchdown, six carries for 14 yards. Jordan Love, 21 of 34, 61.8%, 194, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Um, the game-ending one was horrendous. Jordan Love, you, you cannot, cannot throw the ball late across your body to the middle of the field. It's just not going to work ever. Um, what he needed to do was throw the ball away, live to fight another down, um, because the ball, like I said, not a great throw, and it was short. is probably five yards short of his intended receiver anyways. So, yeah, I mean, Jordan's going to go from that one, and uh, we'll see the Packers what they can do next year. Um, Aaron Jones, 100-yard game once again for him, back-to-back in the playoffs, 18 carries, 108 yards, three catches for eight yards on six targets. Christian McCaffrey, two-touchdown night for him, 17 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns, seven receptions for 30 yards on 12 targets. Big workload for McCaffrey. Uh, Romeo Dobbs led the game in receiving, four for 83 on six targets. And defensively, i got to go with 49ers linebacker Dre Greenlaw, the guy that sealed the game. Eight tackles, six solos, one tackle for loss, two pass deflections, and two interceptions. Packers, plus 10.5, covered easily, under 50.5. Yesterday, the Lions, 31-23 over the Buccaneers. And uh, congrats to Detroit. I got my Honolulu blue on. Got the got the uh, blue background there as well. And uh, Lions to the NFC Championship game for the first time since 1992. Um, really excited. This is literally the only team I'm rooting for left in the playoffs. So I hope the Lions go and win it all. Um, Dan Campbell has these guys believing. The defense is playing pretty well, and uh, the offense, of course, is uh, making it work. Baker Mayfield, uh, quite a way to go out. 26 of 41, 63.4%, 349 yards, three touchdowns, two picks, two carries for 15 yards. Um, Baker, back-to-back playoff games, 300 yards, three touchdowns. However, this game, unlike the Eagles game, two turnovers for him. Uh, the Lions, quarterback Jared Goff, 30 of 43, 69.8%, 287, two touchdowns. Um, excellent again for Jared Goff, no turnovers. They really had to throw the ball a lot more than normal. Uh, they weren't really getting a lot in the running game for most of the night, um, but... They did get a big rip from the leading rusher in the game, Jameer Gibbs. Nine carries, 74 yards, touchdown, four catches for 40 yards. Nice game for him. Um, Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans went pretty crazy in this one. Despite the loss, eight receptions, 147 yards, touchdown on 12 targets, and possibly his last game in Tampa as he is a free agent. Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, and tight end Sam Laporta, they both had double-digit target days as well. St. Brown, 8 for 77, a touchdown on 14 targets. Laporta, 9 for 65 on 11 targets. And defensively, 
Um, I'm going to go with Lions safety Ifeatu Melifonwu. Uh, nine tackles, six solos, one and a half sacks, one tackle for loss, and two QB hits. Aiden Hutchinson a close second, though, uh, as he is a on a tear. Eight sacks, I believe, in his last four games. Lions, minus six and a half covered, over a 49 and a half. 54. And finally, uh, the Chiefs beating the Bills in Buffalo, 27-24. The only road team to win this weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, wide right again for Buffalo. It, it stings. The Bills were the only team left in the AFC that I was rooting for. I'm going to just hate myself having to watch the freaking Ravens and Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes, 17-23, to 73.9%, 215, two touchdowns, six carries for 19 yards. Josh Allen, 26-39, of 36.7%. 186 yards, a touchdown, 12 carries, 72 yards, two rushing scores. Um... It's disappointing. I had Josh Allen passing yards over. It was like 245 and a half. Bro, like, you completed 26. Like, Mahomes completed 17. He had 215 yards. Like, 26, and you get 186 out of that? That's ridiculous on Josh Allen's part. Um, the drops on the, on the explosive plays, 0 for 3 on... On deep throws there, Trent Sherfield dropping two, uh, Stefan Diggs dropping one, and that's it. Like, Stefan Diggs, I saw a stat of his last ten games of the season, including the playoffs. It's not good. It, it really was not good. Like, I don't know what the defense is. I don't know if it was the defenses that were doing things to Stefan Diggs that he could just not find any room open, or if it was Stephon Diggs that, for some reason, his play just dropped off a cliff. I mean, he had one game that was decent, which I think it was a seven-catch, 87-yard game um, against the Dolphins, I think it might have been, or maybe it was Week 17. But regardless, I mean, that was a big thing going down the stretch for Buffalo. Continued into the playoffs. Stephon Diggs not living up to his number one wide receiver status. So that's something to look at going forward for Buffalo. Um, Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco, short, just short of 115 carries, 97 yards, a touchdown, one catch for 14 yards. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey led the game in receiving five for 75 and two touchdowns on six targets. And then defensively, there were not a lot of stats. I'm going to go with Chiefs safety Justin Reed, 11 tackles, eight of them solos, one tackle for loss and a QB hit. Chiefs plus two and a half, went outright over 45 and a half. The only uh, underdog to win outright as well as being the only road team to win. College football news, uh, coaching carousel. San Jose State has their new head coach. They hired UCLA tight ends coach, former Navy head coach, Ken Niamatololo. 
as their new head man. Um, <clears throat> Spartan's getting a very experienced guy. It'll be interesting to watch the offense that he runs because obviously Navy known for their triple option, as are all the military academies. But that's not what San Jose State is currently. Currently, San Jose State is a spread offense. Um, and <clears throat> as under Brent Brennan, um, as he moved on um, to be the Arizona head coach, so we'll have to wait and see what San Jose the Spartans look like this fall. Uh, Buffalo also has their new head coach. They hired a assistant head coach and special teams coordinator, Pete Lambeau, um, as their new head coach. Um, Pete Lambeau was with uh, South Carolina, where he was the special teams coordinator there. So interesting hire for the Bulls. Um, but we've seen special teams coordinators do it before with, uh, John Harbaugh specifically and in the Ravens, uh, he's the most notable one. Uh, there was another one as well that I cannot recall who it was, um, recently, but anyways, <clears throat> yeah, Buffalo gets their new head coach. Transfer portal, Alabama safety Caleb Downs. He is committed to Ohio State, going from one team I hate to another team I hate, which is fantastic. Thank you, Caleb Downs, for not committing to Georgia. We didn't want your Alabama prowess there anyways. Um, Alabama left tackle Caden Proctor. He is committed to Iowa. So congrats to our guy Colin Schultz and his Hawkeyes. Excellent left tackle. Um, those two key losses for the Crimson Tide on Offense and defense. Um, they did get a guy back on offense, though. Washington wide receiver Jeremy Bernard has committed to Alabama. Also, former Michigan guy as well. But uh, there's a receiver for Jalen Milrow to throw to next season. San Jose State running back Quali Conley. He is in the portal. Ran for over 800 yards this past season uh, for the Spartans. Pretty solid back there. Texas State quarterback T.J. Finley, he is committed to Western Kentucky. So that is a big one for the Hilltoppers in the in the portal. T.J. Finley finished 10th nationally um, or 18th nationally in passing yards and uh, has quietly turned himself into a really solid quarterback after starting his career at Auburn. Um, great season under G.J. Kinney at Texas State. Now heading to Western Kentucky in another offense that is explosive as it gets, replacing the now-departed Austin Reed, who is going to the draft. And some non-transfer portal news. Arizona quarterback Noah Fafita and wide receiver Tetsaroa McMillan, they are returning to Arizona. They will not be transferring. They want to run it back with the Wildcats under new head coach Brent Brennan. And... Uh, I was kind of surprised about that. I really wanted to see Noah Fafita continue in the Jedfish offense and continue his development. I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't hurt his development switching systems. Now, they're both kind of similar, uh, Fish's and Brennan's, but obviously different coaches 
do different things. So hopefully it doesn't hurt his development, but really excited to see Fafita and McMillan run it back for the Wildcats in 24. UFL news, free agency, uh, some re-signings to start here. The Michigan Panthers, they re-signed wide receiver Trey Quinn and quarterback EJ Perry, two big pieces on offense, going to help Michigan this season. Uh, the Brahmas, they re-signed tight end Alize Mack and long snapper Rex Sunahara. Battlehawks, they re-signed wide receiver Marcel Aitman. Um, the Stallions in free agency, signing Falcons defensive tackle Carlos Davis. Michigan Panthers offensive, or Carolina Panthers offensive lineman Deontay Brown. Uh, Maulers defensive back Mark Gilbert. And running back Larry Roundtree the third. It played for the Chargers in 2022 uh, with Texans last year, though. Uh, the Roughnecks, they signed Lions tight end Derek Deese Jr. and former Bears running back Ryan Knoll. The Brahmas signed Texans kicker Matt Amendola. Former Raiders quarterback Chase Garbers. Roughnecks wide receiver John Trey Kirkland. Former Broncos defensive back Darius Phillips. And Vikings offensive lineman Jared Williams. NFL news. Coaching carousel. The Eagles have made a move. They have fired off head, uh, defensive coordinator Sean Desai after he got demoted, uh, lost his play calling duties to Matt Patricia. Um, senior defensive assistant Matt Patricia is not under contract um, for next season, and he is going to be exploring other options, a top D.C. candidate around the league. Um, the Eagles did start conducting their defensive coordinator interviews, starting with a pretty big name, former Commanders head coach Ron Rivera last was a defensive coordinator with the Chargers in 2010 and um, led the de- led the NFL in total defense there. So I, I would be very excited for Ron Rivera to come to Philadelphia. Um, really solid guy and uh, get our defense back on track. The Falcons, for their head coaching job, they're interviewing former Titans head coach Mike Vrabel, Lions Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and Bills interim offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Seahawks and the Chargers, they are also both interviewing Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Titans interviewing former Stanford head coach David Shaw. And uh, for the Patriots, offensive coordinator position under new head coach Gerard Mayo, they are interviewing Rams tight end coach Nick Cayley. Um, interviewed for a couple OC spots last year. See if he can land one and get a promotion. Um, make another Sean McVay assistant. Go forth and blossom. Um, the Bears, they have found their OC. They hired Seahawks offense coordinator Shane Waldron. And the Jags have found their defensive coordinator, hiring Falcons defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen. In other news, uh, UCLA head coach Chip Kelly, he is receiving interest for offensive corner coordinator jobs in the NFL. We'll see if he takes any of those um, opportunities or not. It depends or decides to stay at UCLA. Um, and then the Browns, they hired Alabama offensive coordinator Tommy Reese as an offensive assistant. GM Carousel, the Panthers. Got my Panthers hat on. It's a great day to be a Panther. 
they have hired their new GM, promoting assistant general manager Dan Morgan as the new GM and president of football operations. Excellent candidate. Has been with the organization since 2021. Assistant GM since 2021. Has worked with the Seahawks um, and I believe the Chargers in the past as well. Excellent player. He was one of the best linebackers uh, of my childhood uh, with Carolina. Seven seasons there and uh, 10th in franchise history in total tackles. Super hyped. He was sitting in on some of the coaching interviews, apparently, even before he was named GM. So I'm excited to see what he can do and, and see if this means Carolina is getting closer to their head coach selection. Chargers, they are interviewing an interesting candidate for their GM spot. NFL Chief of Football Administrative Officer Don Aponte. Now, she has been in a couple different front offices throughout her time in the NFL, as well as uh, leading multiple investigations into some of the bigger um, cheating scandals, such as, uh, I believe, Bounty Gate. She was a part of that. Definitely Deflate Gate with Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, so it'll be interesting to see her name in with the Chargers there. Injuries for the four playoff teams left. Uh, the 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel. He has a shoulder injury, the same shoulder injury that he had a hairline fracture in earlier in the year. Made him miss three games. Uh, may keep him out this week. Not sure yet, though. Obviously, it's the beginning of the week. Chiefs guard Joe Tooney. He has a pec strain, um, so we'll monitor his status as well throughout the week. And the Lions center Frank Ragnow. He has a sprained knee and ankle. I am not sure if they're on the same leg. I think they are. Um, but to my knowledge, Ragnow is the type of guy that if he's close enough, he'll go. And that's exactly what Dan Campbell said about him today. If, if, if you think you can give us your best at 80%, then by all means, go ahead and get and, and play. And for the Lions, they signed an interesting guy this week. The Lions have signed Cardinals tight end Zach Ertz to their practice squad, most likely elevating him for the NFC Championship game. Super excited for Zach Ertz to have this opportunity uh, to go get a second Super Bowl ring. And um, all the best to the Ertz family in Detroit for the last couple of weeks of the season here. And the Bills, they have signed Colts wide receiver K.J. Hamler to a reserve futures deal. See if he can stick in Buffalo next season. And that is a show for today. Really short show, just myself. Hopefully uh, throughout the next couple weeks on the Mondays, we will get uh, get my good guy Ben Ratty on here, and, and we'll get these uh, Monday shows more popping than... Uh, you just happen to listen to me drown on about the teams I hate and whatnot. But um, thank you all for watching. Next week we will be talking Senior Bowl and Pro Bowl. It is the week off uh, pretty much for the NFL as they had the week in between the Super Bowl and um champion conference championship games 
So we'll be talking Senior Bowl, uh, get some of the practices in, and then we'll talk about that more next Friday. But, uh, of course, we'll get your game recaps for the conference championship games as well as all the college football, NFL news, UFL news as well. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media at FAA Podcast on Instagram and X, FAA underscore bets on X as well. FAAPodcast.com is our website. You can check us out here on YouTube, Facebook, X, and Instagram, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and TikTok at Football Addicts Anon. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you all back on Football Friday.